Welcome to Light Up the Darkness podcast. I'm your host, Erin Edwards. I thought it was time that I did an episode that explained a little bit about why I started this podcast and shared a little bit of myself with all of you. Recently, I asked a question of my IG followers that got me thinking about my own answers to those questions. The questions were, what made you realize you needed to take care of your mental health for the first time? And what is your favorite go-to mental health exercise or practice? Like I said, those questions got me thinking about myself. And if I'm asking other people to open up to me, I should be able to open up about myself as well. One of the many reasons I launched this podcast was to speak loudly about a topic that was often whispered and hush-hush in my community, mental health. Almost 10 years ago, the mission of this podcast was a concept that I envisioned looking very different. Well, my big sister Shelly and I had a different plan. You see, Shelly struggled with her mental health for quite some time and suffered in silence. Around 2013, she had reached a point in which she was ready and felt it necessary to tell her story. As her baby sister, she was one of my biggest fans. She thought I'd be the best person to tell her story, and we talked about it off and on for several years. Unfortunately, my sister died by suicide in 2019 just shy of her 50th birthday. As I grieved her loss, I decided to write the one thing that has always helped me through the toughest times has been writing. A year later, in January of 2020, I finally published what I had been writing. It was a personal essay about my big sister that I thought she'd have been proud of. Shelly, a strong black woman, was well received and I felt I was getting at what Shelly wanted to make more people, especially black people, more knowledgeable and comfortable discussing mental illness, to shine a light in the darkness and break the stigma. Publishing this article lit a fire within me. I could almost feel her spirit quietly yet forcefully pushing me to just keep going, however it looked. Enter the pandemic. I decided I should carry out our mission via a podcast. And here we are. So I should be transparent and say that my sister isn't the only reason that I felt the need to shine a light on mental illness, particularly in the black community. The reason I connected with her so much is because I know I've struggled for many years since childhood and I didn't really know what to name it. I didn't know how to describe it. I didn't really know what was going on. So back to those questions I asked of my Instagram followers. If I were to pinpoint the moment I realized I needed to 
take care of my mental health, it would be when I was 24 years old, which was about 14 years ago, um, my aunt passed away. My aunt, who was more like a mother, passed away, and that was a life-altering moment. Um, and I had just begun working professionally in New York City, and everything was just kind of hitting me all at the same time. Um, I worked in an office environment with predominantly white people. Um, some of those people became very good friends of mine. A couple of the women even shared with me their own personal struggles, which was a completely new experience for me to hear someone say, oh yeah, I have a therapist and I don't know what I would do without her. And to tell me what the reasons were that they were seeing a therapist, well, some of them, uh, it was shocking. And I have to admit, I was a little judgmental of them in the moment. Looking back on it, I commend them for being so open about their mental health. And I really think my relationship with those women changed me because as a result of my conversations with them, I too ended up in therapy and it was the best decision I ever made. So my decision to start seeing a therapist had a lot to do with someone else sharing their story. And that's why I know and I champion the idea of us telling our stories and getting them out into the world so people realize they're not alone and it's okay to not be okay. So the second question I asked my Instagram followers was, what are some of your go-to mental health exercises or practices? And at this stage in my life, a couple of the things that I seek when I know I need to get myself back on track are yoga. Um, I actually just did that today. <laughs> um, music. And if you are an Instagram follower of mine, uh, you know that I recently created a ancestral altar. I've dealt with quite a bit of loss um, of loved ones, family, and um, you know, that's sad. It makes me sad. Um, but this altar has given me an opportunity, a visual space, um, an offering of sorts, a place to talk to them and offer things to them, um, just to feel connected still to all of the people that I love so much who are, are no longer here. Um, and that has been a really, really great help to me. As I mentioned, I asked these questions of my Instagram followers and I thought I'd share 
a response that I received uh, from a follower and maybe inspire you to reflect on your own journeys. Um, so this follower answered the question about when they learned or when they realized they needed to take care of their mental health. And it was, I was feeling the mounting pressure of perceived lack of direction in my career and struggling with the concept of purpose. This on top of trying to be what I thought was a good wife, mother, friend, and family member, it all felt like a pressure cooker at its peak, which ultimately put me on a path to exploring what it meant to take better care of my mental health. Still on this journey. <laughs> and to the second question, they answered, I enjoy aromatherapy, candles, the best, <laughs> lots of different calming teas, journaling, and meditation apps. There are others, but these are my faves. Thanks, friend, <laughs> for sharing. I really appreciate that. Man, I can definitely relate to um, that feeling of overwhelm. I think many of us can. Um, and having that pressure cooker, as she said, kind of lead you to seeking mental health care. Um, it's hard to acknowledge that, yeah, maybe we should be taking care of our mental health as sort of maintenance, the same way we do when we get our physicals, or some of us get our physicals on an annual basis, or we get our checkups or our mammograms after a certain age. Um, so, you know, that's the goal in life to get to that point where we are already accustomed to taking care of our mental health in the same way we do other parts of our body. I hope that we can continue to share amongst each other and open up these lines of communication about mental health. Well, uh, that's about all I've got today. This is the first time I've ever done an, a solo episode. I hope you've learned more about me and that you continue on this journey with me. One last thing I'd like to mention about myself. I did name a few things that were helpful to me along my journey um, that helped me get through my go-to practices. I do have to say, and I've said this before on the podcast, continuing to produce this podcast and meet the people that I've met. I mean, we have so many great topics and guests coming have been so healing to me. And this podcast is what gets me through. It's one of the things that gets me through, I should say. And I'm so grateful that I'm able to do this. So thank you for listening. And I hope you continue to follow along. Please follow me on social media. You can find me on Instagram at L-U-T-D underscore podcast. Um, and you can also follow me personally at Efi Stories. Also, if you like what you've been hearing so far, please consider supporting the show and donating to my Cash App. You can find me on Cash App at Efie. E-F-I-E. Thanks, y'all.